I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, welcome back to Smash Pod. This is part two. If you want to hear part one, why not go back and listen to that? In the meantime, here's part two. I hope you enjoy. I really do. Smash Pod Royale. But they go and see um, Richard Venn, who offers them some disappointing brandy. Mmm. Very. Oh, very. M's not fussed, though, is he? No, he's, he's fine. He doesn't mind at all. You got any meths? <laughs> but he doesn't he give it. He gives it. He doesn't. He gives it a good sniff. Yeah. And does that sort of. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. And he pulls mm. himself a large one. Well, looking at Bernard Lee, I think that's true. I think that's method. Yes. Yeah. I think, uh, can, we have the, can we have the real stuff, please? <laughs> He's also... Oh, now I've spilled. Can you do another take? <laughs> <laughs> Could you write my lines on the bottom of it? I'm Johnny Lee Miller's grandfather. That's right. Ah. Yeah, who, uh, who was, um, yeah, which is rather lovely. There's a very interesting shot um, uh, that um, Guy Hamilton does as a sort of a, a Carol Reed alumni um, and, uh, and all of that. And it starts on the three of them at the table. And um, he just basically has a track down on the side of the table, and they start on the three of them. And as Richard Vernon's giving giving the full, uh, and then they pull. I don't know what that was. That's good. <laughs> Plot. Yeah, um, it's the kind of they... part that Alistair and I usually get. To be <laughs> yeah, fair, that's, I was going to say. <laughs> what do you want to say? Just yeah. exposition, please. That's an exposition. So, um, but they, they start on three, and then he just pulls back, and then it's a slow, 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 slow tracking shot to reveal the kind of the splendour of this room, mm. and it's a rather wonderful thing. And then it just lands behind a bowl of fruit, um, <laughs> which it, I think it was grapes. Mm. Uh, but it, I thought that was a really kind of an interesting. Um, Having just directed something, um, I uh, podcast to follow. There was it just it was a rather rather groovy shot, and then I discovered that obviously that he was a great alum. So he's a you know a Guy Hamilton filmmaker and and all of that with Carol Reed and etc cetera, etc. Cetera. So I thought that was a rather curious thing. Um, but the brandy is still shit. Yes, but the brandy is shit. Yeah, that's interesting because Bernard Lee is in uh, the Third Man, of course, which is a Carol Reed joint. Correct. Yeah, and there's a lot of Bond people worked on the Third Man. Can't say them now. Podcast to follow. <laughs> um, so basically, they, they're going to set up a sort of sting operation, as it were, mm. to draw Goldfinger out by offering some Nazi gold they've got lying around. Mm. It's like a one bar. Yeah. I think it's just a one bar of Nazi gold. Yes, that's right, but it's worth £5,000. hundred grand in real time. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's a reasonable, mm. you know, it's a, it's a good chunk of change. Absolutely. Plus, presumably, if it's the only one that they've got, there's obviously value added to, yeah. to that. Um, it was found at the bottom of a lake. 
Mm. It was found at the bottom of the lake. And it's also quite sort of, the, there is the Nazi um, the swastika on it, but it's sort of slightly smeared. Mm. So maybe that happened at the bottom of the lake. Possibly. Maybe. A Hec- smelting accident. Hectat. Well, yes. Or fish. Yes. Pectat, but I also like, Fo- Foley did a great job as they put this sort of piece of plas- sprayed plastic on the table. There was a good thump, you know, whoop, yeah. as it went yeah. down. Dink, you get that again at the golf course in a minute. Now might be a good we time do. to bring out my high value prop. Yes, please, please, please. Um, is it a swastika? Don't be a swastika, please. Oh, my God. It's a kilo of solid silver. It's a kilo of solid silver. Jesus Christ. Yeah. A kilo oh, of solid silver. That's yeah. really heavy. It's really heavy, isn't I mean, it? it? I know it's a kilo, but it feels much heavier than that. Who, right, firstly, let's just start with what's written. MR, 24th of the 8th, 08. This was a wedding present I was given. So Melanie Rufus, 24th of August, 2008. And it was my mother's old neighbour in Lincolnshire. And uh, it's a really beautiful this wedding w- present. Isn't it's, it? So who gave it to you? Your mother's old neighbour in Lincolnshire? Yeah, yeah. And uh, street value, about 500 quid, I think. Wow. Maybe, well, maybe about 300 when she bought it a few years ago. It's lovely for you to give it to me. But, <laughs> but just to give you an idea quite how heavy that is, imagine something about 12 times bigger than that, which is how much a gold bar, uh, how heavy a gold bar is. Right. And also equivalent value, that's worth about 500 quid. But uh, yeah, a gold, a gold bullion bar. Well, in fact, that in gold is worth about 41,000 pounds. Wow. Um, that's a really excellent present, isn't it? Yeah. I think it is, that's isn't really it? wonderful. Johnson Matthew nine 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 zero to London. I think nine 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 zero is the percentage of gold. You'll see that on gold bars. Point yeah. nine 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 nine, which usually means there's like point something of something percent of not gold in there. They, and they the they number, use... the number at the bottom is presumably it's its own original mark. Yeah, For the point so zero, do they use like they do with cocaine? Do they put like drain cleaner in or something? Something like the rat poison. Rat yeah, poison. Yeah. That's yeah. It. And it is one kilo. It feels yeah. much heavier than one kilo. It does, doesn't it? It's it? enormous. I mean, it's about the size of an old-fashioned mobile phone type thing, isn't it? It is. It's, mm. a, it's a Nokia. It's an old yeah. Nokia 8310 or something. But yeah. um, boy, Where does, where does this reside? Does this reside on, in plain sight? In your... No, it's kind of just on a bookshelf somewhere in a box. Uh, it tarnishes very easily if it's exposed to the air, obviously. Mm. Um, a good, p- good and, paperweight um, for like, maybe yeah, a book. Really, exactly, a posh paperweight. Anyway. Oh, wow. So I'm going to hold and that again. Something to think about when, when, uh, when Bond throws the gold bullion bar at Oddjob's chest later on as well. It's like... Oh. Nah, launching that further than about four inches is not going to be easy. But he no. does he does redeem himself by when he's trying to open the bomb case, there's a lot of it's very heavy acting. Oh, he does. Where he's got one gold bar, which he's using as a hammer, and the other one, which That's he's using right. as a chisel. Yeah, And yeah. there's lots of... Uh, and it, he does heavy acting quite well. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was his speciality, wasn't it? Heavy acting. So he used to be a weightlifter. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he then goes to go and play golf with Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. Goldeneye. He goes to play golf with Goldfinger. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and he gets a caddy, which I'm guessing is a guy that was just in the bushes outside mm. begging for booze or something. <laughs> but in, but in very old school. So very he also school. could be working in a, in a fit, in an ironmongery mm. or as a, as a caddy because he's got the brown uh, jacket apron, thing, yeah. apron thing on. Yeah. And that sort of, have, you know, that sort of, you'll know the name of this hat, Rufus, the one, at, you know, hat at a jaunty angle. What is it? It's just a... Um, a trilby or fedora. No, no, no. Panama. No, it's like no, a it's flat, like a flat cap, cap. It's a flat cap. Oh, okay, yeah. At a jaunty angle. I These days he'd be called a peaky blinder. Mm. He would be called a peaky blinder. <laughs> but it's oh. quite a, it's a, quite a, the golf scene is, because uh, of course Connery, renowned, passionate golfer. Yes. And every time, um, if you do play the game and every, anyone has to pick up a, a golf stick and give a hit of a ball, you do tend to look at it and go, mm, really? So mm. there were recently there was a telly show where um, Sean Gilder had to um, hit a golf ball 
and he's a golfer and you could see that and then Stephen Graham um, no disrespect to Stephen Graham if he is a golfer because mm. his fucking golf swing's terrible <laughs> uh, but you do oddly because I, I have played a bit and so Connery you can just see him going also it's, it's a long scene it's a long sequence the, the mm, golfing thing yeah. and I think Connery maybe in the edit just went I think we can uh, stretch this out a bit yeah 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 um, because uh, you know he would. That's a few happy days filming for for sure. Oh yeah, oh, yeah Stoke Park, famously Stoke Park, that's right, also yeah. used in Layer Cake. Oh yes, uh, which was oh, Craig's yeah. sort of Bond audition in many ways. Interesting, yeah. Stoke Park. I remember when Layer Cake came out on DVD and he'd been confirmed as Bond by that mm. point. They changed the cover to him holding a Luger. No, it really irritated me. Oh really? Oh, yeah. that's marketing for you. Just yeah. cynical. Yeah. Yeah. So long story short, Goldfinger's cheating. Yeah. Yeah, but he bets mm. Goldfinger the gold he throws down on the thud mm-hmm. of the green. I think it's called a green. It is called a green, yes. I mean, my golf knowledge is not great, but I've got a fair way to go. Yeah. Mm. But at that gold bar, I mean, <clears throat> given that Richard Verne has already said, basically, you know, lose this is the only one we've got, lose this at your peril. I, I do mm. love the sort of the insouciance with which Bond is, I mean, you know, he's not going to lose, and Bond knows he's not going to lose, but the audience go, he might. Mm. Uh, and, you know, that's so it's 100 grand's worth, but a lot more than that in many ways. There's more at stake. Mm. Yeah. But, but he wins anyway. He does win. And cheating. then when he goes to collect his winnings from Goldfinger in the car, he gets the check and then odd job. He gives it, hands odd job the ball that he knew mm. he was cheating with. Yeah, Crushes it. it. Yeah. yeah. That's right. He's, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a remarkable moment of, of toxic masculinity. And we get the first <laughs> hat as well. The first hat. Oh, from. yeah. Yes. Mm. Now, that demonstrates, obviously, the power of that hat, which mm. can you know take the head off a statue clean. And obviously, when we revisit that moment... Um, it doesn't quite do the same thing to a human. No, I was going to mention that. Mm. It gets thrown at Tilly and it just knocks it her out. It gets thrown at Tilly it just knocks her out. Yeah. Well, it does uh, kill her, though, to be fair. It does, but but it's sort of, but you'd think through probably a small brain hemorrhage, which could have happened, you know, a freak accident rather than, <laughs> I mean, she basically should have been decapitated. Yeah. Also, yeah. we're talking about weight here. That must be a heavy hat. Mm. I don't know what the me- what would the metal be. I don't know, tungsten, yeah. stainless steel. Yeah, it could be, just around mm. the rim. Mm. Yeah, but it's got to have a bit of weight to it, as you say, to give it Absolutely. some heft. Absolutely, I know. But there are a couple of times where it is thrown, and, and it is like a frisbee. It has mm-hmm. no directional. I mean, when Bond throws it, and it's just a dreadful throw, and it does have a little sort of left to right curve. Mm. So I don't know. But would that be put pressure on you as a human being to wear a heavy hat? I think you'd ask the Queen. Yeah. Ask the Queen. Yeah, heavy, heavy hangs the head. Yeah, but wears, wears the hat. The hat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, in the Bond film. Absolutely, as the old expression mm. goes. Um, so then after that, we, we've established that Goldfinger's about it. We go to see Q. We do. Mm. And this is the second time we've seen this Q. He was briefly in From Russia With Love. It was an imposter in Doctor No, we won't talk about. No. Um, but yeah, Major Boothroyd, Q, and he's showing off. It's the first time we see his crazy lab. Mm. And his inventions we've got here. We've got, um, we've got a parking meter that pumps out spurts of gas, mm-hmm. uh, a bulletproof vest. Not very exciting. And the pièce de résistance, of course, the DB5. Aston Martin DB5. Mm. The DB5 with all the good stuff in it. Yeah. Perfect. Although I will t- uh, just the, the, the bulletproof vest, um, uh, the, the, the fact that um, we see that demo and it is a machine gun from about six feet. Mm. The guy who's being shot is incredibly confident it's going to work. Yeah. He's literally stands there and he barely, he just sort of lifts his chin and barely closes his eyes. Mm. It's like, Dave, you've got this. No worries. And there's no in bullet holes. So, yeah. But we're we're at the DB5, which is far more far more interesting. Oh, it's so good, isn't it? Mm. What an inspired idea to put this in there. Yeah, yeah. Because he talks about where's uh, he talks about his Bentley. Bentley where, where's yeah. my Bentley? And you go, oh bollocks, your Bentley. Which you see at the beginning of From Russia with Love when he's yeah. on the lake with Sylvia Trench. It looks like shit compared yeah. to this. 
then this beautiful machinery oh. turns up. That becomes, I mean, one of the world's great iconic cars. Yeah, mm. it's still, still, still it now. forever will be. Yeah, it's going to be in the new the new film. Mm. Yeah, well, there's that obviously that another shot of Daniel Craig in is it Skyfall, and he's standing is that shot in Switzerland and the car and all of that. There it is. Yeah. Yes, but then, as you say, Q shows off the gadgets. Uh, we get an unfortunate close-up of his hands, which kind of looks like the aftermath of a balloon animal fire. Um, so we've got buttons for oil slicks, machine guns, bulletproof screen at the back, and then something he's particularly proud of, a red button which activates an ejector seat. Mm. Which, which uh, when you see that, you think it's obviously never, ever going to be used. No, never. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's literally, why, last resort, why would you... Why would you even tell him it's there? Because he's never going to use it. Never going to no. use it. Never. And he says, you must be joking. It doesn't I even never make... joke about my work. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I never... never joke about my work. Do be careful, 007. It's not a toy. He, uh, all right, auditioning. I was going to say, well, just, yeah. either of you would make a good cue. Well, well, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I've think... still got my eyes on Bond, so... <laughs> sights are, sights <laughs> are a little bit higher. Um, He's not... Um, it's never explained which seat the ejector will eject, though. We don't find that out until later, do we? No. I mean, it's lucky, because it's lucky it's the passenger seat, otherwise that chase could have been shit. Well, how it? could he affect... <laughs> No, not necessarily. Not necessarily. He could have been. He could have had a henchman sitting in the in the passenger seat, and then he just sort of said, "Fuck it, shall we do Thelma and Louise?" And then driven yeah, like yeah. fuck over a cliff and just gone. Fuck. And then bang, he's. Yeah. But then it would the landing <laughs> landing would hurt. Yeah, yeah. But he also, would also. Yeah. The henchman would say, "What's Thelma and Louise?" Because it hasn't been made yet. Yeah. So, it's an idea for a film. Yeah, it's a good one. I've got. Tell me more. But if he didn't know which one, which seat was going to fly out of the mm. roof, and he went, well, you know, 50-50. And he kind of <laughs> closes his eyes, presses the button, <laughs> half expects himself to be And then he would ejected. have had a quip, yeah. which, it's on yeah. top of my head. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, well uh, that's still up in the air. Or, um, yeah, no, we'll come up with something. Happy landings. Yes, that wouldn't yeah. be bad. No, yeah. It wouldn't have been great, though. Yeah, what goes up. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fly, fly me to the, no. No, okay, no. so where do we go? Uh, well, he's got. He's, he's also proud of his, his Homer, uh, which oh, is uh, a radar thing, that, and that becomes incredibly helpful mm. and annoying. Boing, it goes boing, 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 boing. boing. I'd go fucking spared driving to Switzerland <laughs> with that going off constantly. But also, the map is pretty loose as well. It, I mean, you it can't. You, yeah. It's sort of got the, the gun sight, sort of you know, north, south, east, west. Mm. But you're just going. That could be anywhere. Yeah. Oh, you. Could, there he is. Where? <laughs> The Bahamas. Uh, Stephen Hitch? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's also always in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> it's always yeah. just yeah. right. So where is he? He's in the middle. Where? I don't know. <laughs> well, he was. He did used to be in the Navy, so maybe he's very good at sonar. He's also. That's why That's why he's probably Bond going, because yeah. it's, you know, periscope. Yeah. periscope. Um, so he, he follows uh, Goldfinger to Switzerland, and uh, he's watching Goldfinger buy some fruit, and then suddenly a gunshot rings out, and it's Tilly Soames. He also just, I'm, I'm sorry to keep going back. No, please. One thing that did trouble me is that um, he goes to Geneva, but he also goes to Geneva with his car. Yes. Um, and so, you know, anything to declare, well, my car, well, that's quite a lot to carry. Um, excess weight. Uh, the car's also got guns. Not sure about that. <laughs> uh, liquids, yep, oil. Mm. But it doesn't matter. No. So I'm just saying that security in those days was a lot more lax than it. It's very right? lax. It's very lax. So basically, anything to declare... Everything. Look, <laughs> well, never mind. You forget that terrorists used to take bombs on planes in those days. You're not allowed now, are you? <laughs> so oh, that's true. Very loud. So basically, no problem. No problem at all. So we're in Geneva. Yeah, we're in Geneva. Um, so he, he, he follows Tilly, who's driving with her top down. Yep, discipline, double or seven. Yeah, discipline. Sh- discipline. <laughs> and he decides that the best course of action is to fuck her car up. 
Well, it's. I think it's. You see, I think that is a. It's a bit of a ballet that car chase. Yeah. It's kind of rather beautifully done. Oh yeah. Um, but it is. It's. It's rather nicely shot by. Um, I don't know. I was supposed to say Remy Julien, but he was later. He was later. Um, but ra- it's. It's a ballet. But yeah, he fucks her car up. He really does. And a mm. little. And that ri- could have ended really badly really? too. Really like, badly. Dead. Yeah. And a little wry smile. I'm gonna literally. I'm not just gonna shred the tires. I'm gonna carve up the bodywork of that. There's Aww. a scene in the film Zodiac where the Zodiac killer. <laughs> Tells the woman her car's got a loose tyre mm. and he was going to do it up for her. And then he undoes it and then watches as the tyre falls off. Right, right. And takes her away to presumably try and kill her. Yeah. This is the behaviour of the Zodiac killer. Yeah, yeah. Right. He cuts up her car. Then Kazo goes, oh dear, something's happened to your car. Yeah. I'll give you a lift to a garage. Exactly. Murderer. Something serious has happened to your car. The fact they both look at it and don't remark. No, well, Tilly, Tilly looks at it and just goes, oh, it's just a bore. Yeah, exactly. She should say, what Someone's the taken fuck a camo opener. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, pretty, you're the main suspect. Also, mate. you were trying to overtake me, yeah. and you know that's not a nail issue. That is, you fucked my car, you yeah. psycho. Yeah. Let me look at your wheel. Yeah, exactly. What's going on there? Come on. <sighs> but he does say take her to a garage, but she doesn't want any help, and she says she's going ice skating. Mm. She's clearly got a box with a rifle in it. Mm. Yeah, and um, also he does make a very smart point about uh, the weather. Mm. Not this time of year. Yeah. You know. Also, she's. I mean, did she? Did she train? Do we think she trained to be an assassin because of the death? Yes, that was very much so. So, so when her sister died, then she thought. Spoiler alert: that 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 she thought. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to assassin school. There's an origin mm. story there somewhere, isn't there? There's a there is Tilly. Yeah, Tilly. Yeah. Tilly back. Tilly back death. Do we part? No. Yeah. Uh, Tilly colon dawn of revenge. <laughs> That's what they call it these days, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. They're very all about the colons these days, aren't they? You, you should know your actors. <laughs> <laughs> Keep them bleached. Um, so they, he he goes back to the Goldfinger compound at night to have a look, and then oh, finds yeah. Tilly again, hiding in the bushes. Yeah, Tilly gets around. Oh, he also finds out that Operation Grand Slam. He he hears the phrase Operation Grand Slam. Mm, also realizes that Goldfinger's car is the vessel for smuggling the gold. Mm. Because it's basically made of gold, and they just melt it all down from. Just think that. of the fuel consumption on that. Also, yeah. also the suspension. Yeah, yes. you know, multiplying the amount of gold bars that you said that they weighed, which was what was it? A gold bar would weigh. Oh yeah, like ten, 10 kilos. Oh. Kilo. Oh. Yeah. So that that's a that's a hell of a piece of machinery. Mm. Yeah, just to be aware. It's like Ringo Starr's stainless steel drum kit he used to have. Oh yeah, why, why did he have that? Uh, I think uh, the drummer from ELP got it made, and then oh. Ringo bought it off him. Oh, it weighs a t- literally weighs a ton. Really? He wanted to be able to put it through the, the dishwasher, maybe? Maybe so. Because you can't with aluminium, can you? No, that's Tarnishes. a good point. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Um, but yeah, if you want to have a look at the Ringo Starr stainless steel drum kit, then yeah. please do, because it's, it's been beautifully um And where is it? Is it, is it? is it on display? You know what? I think he might have sold it now, but you can see pictures oh. of it on the internet. Ringo. You know, he that's did a big auction a few years ago selling all his stuff. Pay for Brexit. Mm. Yeah. Big Brexiteer. Yeah, he was a big Brexiteer. Yeah. Mm. Doesn't sign autographs. No, he doesn't. No. He wouldn't do well at conventions, would he? <laughs> no, he'd sit there behind his desk. <laughs> all right. Peace and bloody love. Say <laughs> <laughs> that all day long. Can I have an autograph? Nope. Nope. At Barbara Bach, so, you know. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, there's another yeah. Bond connection there, isn't there? Oh, I know. Him. The most incredible Barbara yeah. Bach. Um, so, yes, yeah, so he finds Tilly and then gets her killed. But she, she, in that... W- when they're tearing around in the DB5, mm. um, 
Tilly is loving it. Mm. She is grinning throughout the whole thing like a Jessica. Every time that he spurts out some some oil. <clears throat> yep, yep, okay. Um he uh, she is just she's roaring with laughter. And uh, but, so, you know, up come the shields. She's just laughing. She thinks this is a riot. So Assassin School has has done a good number on her. She is she's ready to play. But is there a case to be answered here that if Bond hadn't even met his sister, then they'd both be alive? If he hadn't, well, take it further back, if he hadn't, um, A, found, <coughs> found the room, you know, mm. could have spent an hour just going, is it six? What fucking what yeah. room? It, mm. But he finds the room. Now. And yeah. also, if mm. the maid, actually it's the maid's fault, if the maid had said, I'm sorry, I cannot let you into that room, mm. he would have had to go down to reception, the game would have probably been over, mm. and yeah, so he, mm, I, I mean, go for the We maid. need to think about how rubbish the next Christmas at the Masterson house is going to be. Yeah, who's God, turning yeah. up? Not well, many yeah, people. Not many. So I'll bring a dish to share. Don't bother. Don't bother, yeah, love. There's two yeah. of them dead in a week. Yeah, it's not very nice. Also, you know the, um, the 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 granny who is in charge of the the gate. Yes. Yeah, I mean she looks deeply uncomfortable firing that machine gun. Mm. But I, I'm curious to know that she must have been in her 80s. Um, so the audition process for that part, it's like, how are you? Uh, nice to meet you. Um, no lines, but you look great. How are you firing um, a machine gun? Like, oh, I've never done that before. And said, so, well, could you? And I don't think they could find someone that could sort of lean into it. No. And, and you know, look sort of professional. And so I think they just went, oh, I don't know. Have you it's both just... fired guns? Yeah. 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 Um, similarly, the guy who, when they capture Bond and take him uh, back to the headquarters, yeah. they get the tiniest minion on the team i mean he looks like he weighs about seven and a half stone yeah. and they give him the littlest little gun which again he holds with no confidence at all uh pointing kind of gingerly at bond and you're just thinking it, for bond it's like cat and mouse it's like how long is he going to give this guy to live you know yeah, yeah. um <laughs> it's not the best way to guard bond no, a no, tiny absolutely. man with a little tiny gun in in bond's car and let bond drive it's like that's madness isn't you'd it? put odd job on him wouldn't you because even if he did fire the injector seat there's no way he'd be able to sort of go out if he got wedged. Because of his width. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> his head sticking out the sunroof. Like Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. With feet, feet <laughs> dangling down. Yeah. Um, also, the, 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 the crash sequence, the, the chase is filmed at Pinewood, isn't it? And it's now called yep. Goldfinger Avenue because of that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Which I really like. I've had to go there one day. Presumably, mm. you've both been there. Yeah. Uh, I, I have. Yeah, several think, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they have. Yeah, bloody actors. <laughs> um, and now we get one of the most famous scenes in Bond history with him waking up on the slab. Do you expect me to talk? No, Mister Bond. He also no, Mister Bond. I expect you to die. He gives yes. it the full die. Michael Collins giving it the full die. And yeah. I think when everyone does the impression of, he was know, probably on the moon when he did it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or, or doing something in Ireland. <laughs> yeah. um, I will find you. Um, <laughs> yeah, when people do the impression, they slightly drop the last word. Don't That's they? true. Yeah, expect oh, Mr. Bond, to, to, expect die. You to die. Yeah, and he's much more. Bye bye. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Exactly. Um, he's much more. So Michael Collins, reading. sort of, just I think you know, in ADR guy Hamilton just said, "No, can you really go for it? Really yeah, go for it, Michael. Yeah. So, well, I'm coming over from Ireland, so I'll be there in a minute. Um, <laughs> by the moon. Uh, by, by the moon, and, and having tea with Liam, Liam Neeson just to talk about what they're going to do. Um, but the laser table. Now, mm. I had it in my head. Uh, before I rewatched Goldfinger, that um, what it's the perfect um, threat for Bond. We mm. are going to laser your testicles off. Mm. We are going to remove your penis. Mm. And I had it in my head that he was much more stressed and sweaty um, until I rewatched it. And actually, as that laser is kind of creeping up towards the Bonds, mm. he's pretty. He's pretty, pretty cool. 
Mm. But I had it in my head. He was much more, you know, this is the ultimate. If Bond has his penis shot off or lasered off, yeah, then yeah. it's basically over. Yeah, yeah. But he's pretty calm. Well, because he's got a, a card up his sleeve, hasn't he? He well, he it's it's yeah, he's just a couple of words. Yeah, Operation Grand Slam. Grand Slam. Mm. It works thing. Like a yeah, like a charm. But mm. then he not not the first time because Goldfinger does kind of go, "Bah, you could have had that anywhere." Yeah, die. Um, mm. But he doesn't. No. So it gets him out of a bit of a hole. Yeah, and then we, he wakes up on the plane. He does. We meet Pushy. Pushy, ah, Pushy. I, uh, I think I'm dreaming. Yeah. It seems a bit like Goldfinger doesn't quite know how to treat Bond because yeah. one minute he's about to laser his cock and balls off. Yeah. Next minute he's on a private jet with champagne and pussy galore flying yeah. it. Next moment he's back in a prison cell. Yeah. It's like, well, mate, am I your friend? Or? No, I think that, but I think that's exactly that's the brilliance of the psychological brilliance of Goldfinger. Is going, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a bun, and then I'm gonna, give yeah. him, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna fuck with his head. Exactly. But I actually, mean, you can't fuck with Bond's head anyway, so I'll be happy in a shell. Yeah, exactly. Not but a he, shell. Shell. <laughs> oh, oh. But he's really messing with Bond's head by treating him nice and then treating him nasty. Kind yeah. of like Carrot stick. Turns. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's a, and it's 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 a nice plane with a free bar. Yeah. Yes. And it's being piloted by Honor Blackman. Mm. Yes. About the most beautiful woman that's ever lived yeah. in this film. Always Gosh. reminds me of my mother. Really? Yeah. Mm. She okay. looks just like my mother. Oh wow. wow. Okay. Mm. That's something. Well, it's odd. Big talk. <laughs> it's odd. Yeah, it must be. It must give you strange feelings when you watch Goldfinger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm PSD, PTSD, PTSD. Yeah, maybe oh, just P, maybe PMT. just PSD. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but she's uh, and she's she's great. I think mm. their chemistry, their kind of, um, you do go, oh, Bond, you've met your match. Yeah, a bit with Pussy Girl. So we talked about the lesbian aspect. Yeah, you said that in the book, it's a bit clearer that she's yeah. gay. Yeah, but all that she says in the film is, you can forget it. I'm immune. Yeah, that's the only kind of hint that she's not even the right sexuality for him. Mm. Cures her um, though. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, unbelievable. More feminine, more kind of like well, vile, because again, because he attacks male. her. Yeah, it's an attack. It's really unpleasant. Well, so you get that. We I almost said something earlier about the, the fine line between Bond and Connery because I watched the beside behind the scenes interview with Honor Blackman. <laughs> I was about to say I watched the Poseidon Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So he wasn't in it. I watched an interview with Blackman uh, on the DVD extras, and yeah. she, apart from being luminously beautiful mm. and mm. incredibly kind of dignified and mm. cool. She kind of says, uh, they say, what was it like fighting, with, you know, doing the fight scenes? And she said, well, you know, he did grip me pretty hard that time that when the, when the, the hay barn, you know, and yeah. he grabs her arm to spin around. She said, you know, my arm was pretty bruised for a few weeks afterwards. And I thought, yeah, I bet it was. I bet Connery didn't care, didn't give a toss how safe his, his uh, fight technique was. He was just going to be brutal. To, Connery, this is, not yeah. Bond, yes. going to be brutal towards this woman. Mm. And the bit where he forces her to kiss him, it's just like, it's it's really ugly to watch. It's really and horrid. It's mm. really kind horrid of, and I, I think, you know, like Connery's that. famously... You know, I'll slap a woman if she does this and that. And you mm. think, yeah, you're probably just not a very nice man. No, I think that's the <laughs> it's, a, it's a pro, it's a, it's an, and it, it's weirdly because it's sort of preceded by this. Um, he, she flicks him, and it, the music is, mm. and yes, then he, and yeah, then he yeah. basically attacks her, and yeah. it, is, it was startling. To yeah, watch that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, in Unpleasant. those days, it was just not. It, it fitted the narrative. It wasn't part of. You know, it doesn't. It wouldn't have been shocking then. No. We watch it now with this perspective and go, "Oh, that no, is, it is extraordinary." It is extraordinary but, yeah. filmmaking. And okay, yeah, couched in this. <laughs> it's all just a bit of a yeah. Game. Stick those strings <laughs> on. No, there. you're yeah. attacking something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Stop yeah. it. Yeah, but not only that does he does he cure her sexuality. Oh God, yeah. Also... I think that has to be the weird 
rather yeah. dark implication. Yeah. And I think um, uh, I'm curious about sort of, the yeah, the sort of the Guy Hamilton sort of role in this. A little bit of light reading, and I may be speaking very unfairly, but I, you can Im- you can imagine that set being a pretty toxically mm. masculine. Um, oh, yes. You know, let's face it. Yeah, yeah. Mm, not a great place to be a woman, I'd imagine. No. Um, but it goes to show that you can never go wrong if you get an Avenger. Right. True. Anna Blackman's amazing in this. Yeah, Diana Riggs amazing. Diana Rigg is amazing in the Majesty's Secret Service. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So Patrick Knee, he's in View to a Kill. True. It's pretty good. That's the secret formula, isn't it? Should Gareth Hunt should have been in one of these. Yeah. And but he would have been him. very good. Yeah, he, in he, he, a part in a Bond film. He's in a spy film. I, and I wish I could remember what it's called, but it's a, it's a, one of those sexy late seventies films. Nothing wrong with those. Yeah, where Gareth Hunt's like a James Bond character. Oliver Tobias. And there's a scene where he's got a chair and a woman's coming towards him with nipple tassels spinning around, <laughs> but they're, they're acting like circular saws and they're chopping his chair down. I've oh, seen that. that's amazing. I've seen that. Yeah. That's really amazing. Lacking in this film. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if we're looking for, you know, a potential Bond gadget, mm. nipple tassels. He should have had explosive coffee beans. Yeah. I was wondering how Gareth Hunt's <laughs> coffee beans could be <laughs> Well, I mean, well, Topol, Topol used, you know, nuts to a very effective, you That's know. true, he's pistachios. He's pistachios, very yeah. effective. So special blend and roast could have, was that Anthony Head? <laughs> no, that, no, it was both of them. It was Hunt first, I think. Anthony Head, Anthony Head was seducing uh, Sherry Longy, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Is that Nescafe? No, it wasn't Sherry Longy. It wasn't Sherry Longy. No, it was uh, Sharon Morn. Sharon Morn, thank you. Mrs. Trevor Eve, although Sharon Morn, I should say, rather than he is Mr. Sharon Morn. That's mm-hmm. right. Just to clarify. Yeah. That was it, yeah, that was gold blend. Yes. Welcome to Coffee Pod. Smash Pod Royale. Can't face those Twitter notifications? Forgot to watch anything but Netflix? Dreading the video conference small talk at nine? You need a new vitamin, you know. You need the Smart Seven. It's a brand new daily podcast that puts your brain into gear. Everything you need to know in less than seven minutes. You need the smarts. Hey, we got the smarts. The Smart 7, every weekday at 7 a.m. Available right now on Spotify and all the usual places. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, so basically, long story short, Bond, um, sorry, Goldfinger has got Operation Grand Slam in effect. He's got all these mafia guys in his place. Yeah. He owes them $1 million each. He says, I can give it to you now. Or if you wait till the bank opens tomorrow, if you want to gamble, ten million each. Yeah, and Mr. Solo, yeah, he's the only one. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's quite impressive because he's gathered all the chief wise guys from the east and the west coast yes. all in one room, peacefully. Uh, peacefully, uh, they're all they're all. Some of the some of the dubbing they do is very funny. So when the lights go down, they go, "Hey, what's going on? What are mm. you doing? Wow. Who turned out the lights? Yeah, who turned out the lights? Yeah. So all the, so um, maybe Michael Collins played those parts. Did he play yeah. those parts? Also, they're given... Probably Shane Rimmer. They usually use him. Yeah, N. Rytel. Yeah. They're given nothing to do. Uh, they're given no actions to do, uh, the guys in that scene. So no. when, the lights, when the lights come up, one of them literally has a car on the Fort Knox model, and he's just pushing it around, <laughs> just yeah. having a little play with the car. Like, it's like, mate. What are you doing? <laughs> no, but to be fair, to be fair, I would do if I walked onto set as a as a sort of a featured extra. Like, oh, I've got to find something to do. Yeah, and I would look at that and go, "It's like a train set." You go, "That's pretty cool." Yeah, that's pretty. Mm. Cool. Just sit there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, nice. At least he didn't start masturbating or something. That'd be <laughs> worse, wouldn't it? Um, there's a good Goldfinger speech where he, he he's giving his his villain monologue, yes. the full plan, and he says something like, "Man has split the atom, climbed Everest, achieved." Achieved miracles in every field of human endeavor except crime. <laughs> and I thought, well, <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, I mean, Hitler, you know, let's not jump to Hitler, but mm. in terms of achieving extraordinary results in the field of crime, mm. it's like Hitler's done that. And he's German and Gert's German, so it's awkward, but you know, there are, there are people who have achieved amazing things. He, in forgets, the crime. First, he forgets the first great train robbery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was an achievement, an amazing achievement in crime. Jack the Ripper. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, also yeah, on no, a global that's... scale, genocide. Yeah. Genocide. Yeah. But, you don't, but yeah, but I, but I sort of thought when he said that, I went, actually, you know, it's a good, yeah, it's a big plan. <laughs> but mm. also the fact that he's managed to get all the wise guys from the east and the west coast, and, and should any of them happen to die, yeah. uh, you know, he's he, he's changed the face of modern crime yes. in in both the USA and Europe. So you should get a Nobel Peace Maybe, Prize. Maybe yeah. Well, yeah, but then, but then I'm, I'm assuming that, that that if they were, who knows? We'll find out that mm. they all die. Then, then you know, chaos will ensue. I mean, it's going to be mean streets. It's going to be crazy yeah, town. Yeah. In um, but he it doesn't seem to worry him. But maybe he thinks that I'll just take over what you know, prostitution, racketeering, all the other good stuff that you know. The fun stuff. Has Bond in his jail cell yet? Well, he's escaped and he's he's watching through uh, the the windows of a tiny model like he's Gulliver spying on a Lilliputian neighbourhood watch meeting. (laughs) True. And listening brilliantly to the whole plan. Yes. Worth mentioning one of my favourite moments in the film when he hides from the jailer. Yes. And the jailer is so confused by seeing Bond three times in a row and then disappearing and then completely disappearing that he he doesn't open the door with the keys that he's got around his waist. He kicks the door open. Mm, yeah. he's the, he is the jailer mm. and he's the only one with access to the... And he kicks the door open like mm. <laughs> like he's breaking into a council flat <laughs> with a bad smell coming from his side. And, mate, you've got a key. Just open the door. What are well, you doing? Bond does the invisible staircase, basically, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Basically. He's just going downstairs bon, 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 to get something. And who, and who hasn't been sucker punched by that? <laughs> Absolutely. I'd be livid. Can you make it go, oh, not that, oh, it's the lift gag. Yeah. But then he is, I mean, the jailer is really, he opens the door and he's like, where on? Where? And then he's doing That's Spider-Man, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah very good. Yeah, so he spies on him, and then Pussy catches him mm-hmm. and takes him back to his cell. Yeah, and she and does the uh, she does the, uh, the, the 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 ankle sweep. Yes. Yeah, it's a nice move, that. Yeah. Oh, and also, because um, we won't go into the lesbian scene again, mm. uh, but there's a great scene where Bond, Gold, um, Goldfinger, and Pussy Glord have their mint juleps. Oh, oh yes. yeah. yeah. He's very. He's also horribly creepy in that. Mm. Puts his and she, you know, brilliantly just sort of just sends him on his way, flicks him off. But he's yeah. sort of, he sort of massages her hand. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. It's a bit like ooh, those big pudgy. The way you described his fingers. Yeah. Well, also, uh, he tells Pussy to dress appropriately. Mm. And Pussy brilliantly knows. Mm. She just goes, yeah, basically, I'll go and put on whatever the fuck I want. Exactly. Horrible man. Because she wants the money to just go away from civilization. Good girl. Yeah, mm. she wants. To, she's found a little island in the yeah. Bahamas. Good on her. Everyone's dream. Um, but Goldfinger's plan's pretty good, actually. He's going to um, basically radiate plan. all the gold mm. and then supply the world with his own gold. Yeah. And it's such a good plan. And it's made even better that because um, Bond tells him, it's of course, it goes, of course. Inspired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he said that he's. Uh, uh, <laughs> I like this because Goldfinger says he has a small but particularly dirty device. <laughs> oh yeah, so is Bond. <laughs> uh, he says yes, an inspired deal. The Chinese get economic chaos in the West, and the value of his gold increases many times over. Mm. We all found ourselves going. Good. Play. That's pretty right, good. I'd have, I'd, yeah. I'd have got but a you're not one. taking any gold. That'll take mm. you two weeks. And uh, you know he does his. Like he says, who says I am taking it anywhere? These impressions of golfing are getting very good. Yeah, good, we're all, we've all had a go, haven't we? We've yeah. all had a go now. Yeah. 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 Talking of which, uh, Bond, um, <laughs> in the process of converting Pussy to a heterosexual, mm. he's also converted her into a good guy. Yes. Because without Goldfinger knowing it, he's basically used her as a way to get to the CIA and tell them about Goldfinger's plan. So he's converted her sexuality, and with the power of his sex, yes. he has basically turned her from a baddie to a goodie. Yeah, appealed to her moral center by basically attacking her. Yes, fuck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Amazing. that's years of therapy. That one, isn't it? Um, Eventually, yeah. You know, there's a certain point in Pussy's life when she may be like sixty and just go, "That was awful." Mm. Yeah, sixty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't. I'm yeah. sixty. I don't know. <laughs> Anna Blackman be... seems to be permanently about sixty. She's probably about eighty-six now. I think she's in, in my 90s. mind. She's about sixty. Did I say still looks sensational? Unbelievable. Yeah. Mm. Uh, have we got to Solo's death yet? Uh, no, we, no, we, we okay, could talk about sorry, that. Because yeah. Solo, Solo, as you rightly pointed out before, he's the one who doesn't want in on the deal, so yeah. he leaves. This is a scene they rip off and view to a kill as well in the airship. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but he leaves and he's taken away by odd job. Um, but Bond puts his transmitter in his shoe mm. in Solo's pocket. Mm. Uh, but odd job's not taking him to the airport. He kills him and then gets him crushed. That's It's a very, very weird part of the film, that. I think it's... A bit unnecessary it's in terms of it bags out the films. It does, and there's a the l- solo a the, the car solo car crash. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that that goes on for ages. Do you remember? Yeah, it's really endless, odd. really it's long a, shots of the car being crushed. It's a second. Mm. It's a, definitely a second unit thing, and I know that because um, when I watched that scene, it does go on a long time. Yes, mm. um, the bit where uh, the camera is behind the truck, and just before the magnet loads the um, the yes. cube onto the back of the mm. truck. Um, odd job walks around the front of the car and into the car, and it's absolutely not odd job. Oh, it's, right. um, it's, a, it's a, not even a looky likey, it's, it's Dave the Props guy. And I thought that's really interesting. So that was, and then obviously, as he gets into the car, they cut to um, odd job, you know, looking, looking back. It's a sort of a weird moment. It's almost as though that they found it and went, oh, that'd be great. Yeah, it'd be great. Mm. Exactly. great. But also, Goldfinger's given himself such a problem because he's put, he's put real gold into the boot of the car which is then crushed to mm. pieces with a dead body inside it. 
and then he's and then he says something like, "I need to retrieve my gold from you know." It's like, like oh, right, you've got that... a problem now, mate. Because you've mm. got to get gold bars out of a crushed. You've basically you're a car down because you had quite a nice car. You've ruined yeah. that. You've yeah. written that off. You've crushed it into a cube. Yeah. Plus, you've now got to extract several gold bars from Through this liver crushed. and eyeballs exactly. and oh. and also it wouldn't have it would have been quite a cool bond moment to see some when the thing gets crushed to see some blood I oozing so. out of the cube mm, the metal yeah. cube that would have or been quite a finger something. just yeah just something but it's some, just some ham solo that doesn't work does it no not really oh, okay, um so <clears throat> yeah he's he's yeah he's he's been an idiot he's given yeah, himself a lot of his odd job kills him before he crushes him so he could have killed him took the gold and then exactly. crushed him plus he kills him bloodlessly he shoots him yes. there's no blood at all no blood <laughs> yeah no slugs no no Nothing. what they called squibs squibs oh i'd like to talk <clears throat> about how good these felix is as a cia agent here mm. because he keeps tabs on bond by standing literally at the gate of goldfinger's compound with binoculars mm. looking in Looking as conspicuous as possible, mm. and uh, and and goldfingers, and like oh, they're probably just photographers who yeah. want to look at the horses. It's like, are you mad? <laughs> and depending on whether or not Bond is about to shag a girl, I think Lighter decides he's all right, or yeah. mm, he's in trouble. Mm. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, because he go, he basically just stands up and walks away. He goes, oh, I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, he yeah. sees her. With, he sees him with pussy. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah, mm. yeah. and he also never. I don't think. I don't think there's a scene. In which um, Felix is seen without his hat. No, he's very wedded to that. Oh, hat. he is. Isn't Do you he? think he's bald? No, I think he just likes his hat. People liked hats in those days. It's a good hat. What what type of hat is that, Rufus? I can't remember. I think it's a, a short little narrow brimmed kind of um, thing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Trilby, it's a very, isn't it? Yeah. almost mm. a pork pie it looks hat. a bit wicker. Yeah, it might be. I think, that it, I think <laughs> that, but I think mm. that's established in Miami where that sort of wicker version. You go, it's hot. Mm. Yeah, it's a hot place. So. Well. So we go to the day, the day of the Fort Knox robbery, mm. where they, the pussies flying circus, parrot sketch not included, mm-hmm. fly over Fort Knox and drop gas, and everybody drops to the floor. One of the funny, I love that sequence, it did mm. make me laugh. This is the deadly gas that killed all the mobsters earlier, so we've yeah. seen it in operation, we know how yeah. deadly it is. <clears throat> really deadly. And so they even die, I mean, Felix drops to the floor. Everyone does. And then mm. sometimes you drop to the floor, some, some of the extras drop to the floor before the plane's even flown over, which, <laughs> mean, which really implies the power of the gas. Oh, yeah. hugely powerful <laughs> Really gas. Great, great gas. Good gas. So Goldfinger and all his men are able to just wander into Fort Knox. The real Fort Knox. The real Fort Knox. Yeah, they shot it there. And have their pickings. Yeah. Uh, but it turns out that it wasn't real gas. No. It was a stunt. The switch. There is a moment yeah. of real peril in the film, because I, I, so long since I've seen it, that I thought, has he killed all these people? Because Genocide. that's a much bigger crime than mucking about with some gold. Like, You're oh my probably God, looking has at he killed all these people. Ten to twenty thousand. Yeah, and Bond hasn't stopped him. This is you know. So there's real peril in the movie. It's great. I mean, I was mm. like really thinking, hang on, hang on, all these people dead. But Bond's, so, Bond's <coughs> got you know he's got ice running through his veins. You know, mm. twenty thousand people can die as long as we don't. You know, yeah. the bigger picture, the bomb goes off, and then yeah. the, you know, global chaos. Oh, just gold prices, really. You know? Yeah, twenty thousand yeah. people. Is it really worth it, James? Who cares? No. But then he, yeah. we know. He, I think he knows he's basically done. You know, he's converted pussy thanks yeah. to his rape. Job done. <clears throat> yeah, it's fucking up. Um, so yeah, we get inside Fort Knox and they start bringing the gold out, and then Bond gets handcuffed to a bomb, a giant dirty bomb, a big dirty bomb. And Connery hasn't wheeled a giant bomb of this size around since the premiere of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> Sorry, sorry for anybody who's in that. 
Um, Jason Fleming. Was the yeah? He's got some good stories about that, hasn't he? Mm. Oh yeah. Sean Connery's final day. Yes. Oh, oh yeah, I've heard that story. Yeah. <coughs> Is that um, off air, I guess. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, uh, was the Fort Knox set a Ken Adam yes. masterpiece? Yes. Fantastic. That was amazing. amazing. Absolutely brilliant. But apparently, the the um, the the gold, the U.S. Treasury were that that when they said um, they said you know we've got this idea, we want to sort of you know have planes flying over Fort Knox and uh, surrounding areas. They were like, yeah, that's great, really, yeah, fuck it. They loved it, loved wow. it. Very camp man at the U.S. Treasury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I got the guys from Bond on the phone. <laughs> you want to do what? I love it. <laughs> All day, every day. Can I come? Can I come? <laughs> Can I meet? Can I meet Sean? Um, so, so I think thanks to that camp receptionist yeah. at the U.S. Treasury in Washington D.C., they were allowed to film it. I think we're all got to thank him. Yeah, really. <clears throat> Hope he's still with us. <laughs> if you're out there, thank <laughs> you. Um, so yeah, then we get the wonderful scene where Bond manages to free himself from the handcuff and then has the fight with Odd Job. Strange fight. It did remind mm. me of a, a basically of a Scotland All Blacks rugby match quite a lot of it. Yes. <laughs> basically, he's throwing himself as hard as he can at this kind of. Th- massively strong squat guy looks like someone from the from Western Samoa or Tonga or yes. something yeah. and Bonds just hurt it just looks like a corner of Murrayfield sometime in the kind of <laughs> early 80s um, but I love I like, I like it how it starts I love also it's one of the most iconic things from um, a Bond film and I, I don't say that lightly is is the Foley artists on footsteps in, in the earlier Bond films oh, yeah. yes. Clickety God, clack, they're clickety so clack. loud aren't they they're so loud yeah. and I started to watch his footsteps but it's perfectly in sync mm. and you hear those footsteps are probably the same folio people that did it for all of those early Bond films yeah. and they are just great and I just love the fact that the entire thing is played under the pulse of, of, it the, is. of the thing and there's no, there's no underscore music at all. That's no. Right. I remember the pulse that. of it just the woo woo yeah. woo woo, yeah. woo whatever it is yeah and just constant clicking and clacking and then the sound of that fight yeah. which is a slightly better fight than the than the Hugh Grant Colin Firth one from, from earlier yeah. it's got <laughs> a bit more Sean does lots of sliding around they use the, they use the shiny floor to great effect yeah. Yes. Every yeah. time he's pushed out of the way, Bond just slides 10 metres. Yes. And then he gets yeah. up again and skidoos back to have yeah. another crack. Yeah. Oh, it's great. The, 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 the denouement, though, the, the hat getting stuck in the bars yeah. and yeah. then electrocuting him is yeah. brilliant. Why doesn't yeah. he say, shocking, hold on to your hat? <sighs> Do you know what I mean? I thought of that the other day. I thought, I know. Hold on to I've your thought hat. of a fairly good Bond death line that that he should have said. He should have said should it. Because I don't think he says anything, does he? No. No. But later on, he, he says. He says later on, oh, "What am Odd job? Oh, he's. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I can't remember what he says about him, but he should have. He said, blew a fuse. Oh, is that what he says? Yeah. Mm. yeah he should have said, "Hold on, to your hat." He should have said, "Shocking again." Again. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, cut. Sorry, Sean. No, we yeah. said that. We've oh. got. I think we've got that. Oh, can I do it again? It's a good line. No. no, I don't think so. I just think it'll. Yeah. Would you like me to thump you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of course, Bring you me can a woman. Die. You're immortal. <laughs> Damn yeah. You should have bought a gun. Um, um, but then we get the weird continuity error, but which they tried to. They did as a, a little joke, but it doesn't work in terms of what they're saying. Because mm. he's trying to defuse this bomb and having a terrible time, and then the man arrives at the last minute to switch it off. Basically, unplugs it, mm. and the he says three more ticks, and we'd have got blown up. Mm. Because it's supposed to say 003, but yeah. for a joke, they changed it to 007 when they see the shot of it. Oh, the idiots. So it doesn't make sense. But you didn't spot it, Al, so it's, it's it kind of... Mm. Well, there's also there's also the uh, um, the telly version, which is, um, you could argue that because it's got and seven, six, five, 
<laughs> you know, the invisible hand right, thing. Invisible that three, two, one. But that's, yeah. a, that's a fucking that's a stretch. stretch. That is massive stretch. <laughs> that's Ted Rogers doing mime. <laughs> yeah, Dusty Bin. Yeah. Dusty Bond. Uh, but it's true. But it's a nice, it's a nice cutaway because you cut away and you go 007. And actually, it's such a nice cutaway. Mm. I know I didn't pick up on it. Um, I don't mind it at all. It's no, just, it's, it's just one of them things. I think they, they later on they just thought that would be really funny if it's 007. Yeah, not him. But I don't mind him. Um, but as a reward for his tireless work, he's been uh, gifted uh, a dinner with the president. He goes to see Donald Trump. He wants to thank him personally. Yeah, and, presumably and it, take him to Area 51 and show him an alien. Yeah, mm. that's what I'd do if I was the president. And he's flying from Fort Knox, which is in uh, where is Fort Knox? Tennessee? No, I think it is. Is it sort it's of Memphisy somewhere? I think it's there to Washington. So flight time of I don't know that plane, maybe four hours or something, mm-hmm. three and a half hours. Plenty of time to do whatever you need to do. Absolutely. And of course, we don't know where the hell's Goldfinger gone. Mm. Well, because he ran away from the battle. <clears> he ran away from. Colonel. Yes, he did run away from with his yeah, golden gun with mm. Michael Collins and Liam Neeson. Yes, a little threesome. Yeah. The rebellion. Yeah. They will find you. Uh, but yeah, he's on the plane, and we all know what happens now. He gets sucked through a hole. He does. Unconvincingly. Mm. But it does it anyway. And so him and Pussy have to down the plane. Mm. And then we get that wonderful scene where they're all looking for him. Well, the plane the plane crashes, crash lands yeah. into a massive sea, yeah. and they seem to land in Hyde Park. Yeah. Yes. It's very parky. It's it not is, sort it? of the jungle. It's, no. it's like, wow, okay. And they just cannot find him. There's that massive orange and white canopy. Yeah. And Pussy's going, over here! And there they go, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And he says, this is no time to be rescued. Yeah, and then they pull over the uh, canopy. Yeah. And have a canopy. Have mm. some disappointing sex, I'd imagine. <laughs> <laughs> well, now she's fully converted. Well, absolutely. You know, so she, it's, it's an awakening, clearly. Catching up to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you got any fringe? <laughs> um, so there we go, that's Goldfinger. That was Goldfinger, and it's very, um, it's high up on Rotten Tomatoes. If you choose to look at that website, mm-hmm. it's 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 pretty high up. I think it's in something like fourth position, which um, which is a, a pretty good accolade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely one of the best. I think the women. I can't remember about the closing credits, but in the opening credits again, they are painted gold and still stationary. Usually, they get to move about a bit. Yes. While they get projections of stuff on their bodies, yes. but in this 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 rule of women must not basically not. Sp- not move or speak mm. <laughs> too much. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just women painted gold with projections of stuff on their. Well, faces. actually, that that uh, guy Hamilton was quoted, um, which is minorly disturbing. But his quote, and I think this is attributable to, attributable to Guy Hamilton. He said, um, "You're not allowed to have a leading lady who can act." Uh, which is wow. like, Ooh, wow. but he <clears throat> fucked that up because um, I think Honor Blackman is, mm. is 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 plays an absolute blinder in this film. Oh, women are really good, yeah, and I think she's mm. fantastic. As is as as is Tilly, as is mm. you know, yeah, as definitely. Um, so it's a Sheena Easton, but yeah, I mean Shirley Eaton, Shirley Eaton, yeah, Shirley Eaton after she, lunch, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we're going to ask some questions. Are we ready? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> so I ask you in turn. Okay. Go okay. On. So Rufus, mm. what's the best Bond film in your opinion? Well, it's controversially Quantum of Solace, obviously. John. Of course, because you're in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're you're f- you're unremittingly foul about the Quantum of Solace, and I I don't blame you in a way. I'm not foul about it. You are. I have constantly said that it might not be the best Bond film, but it's got the best scene Quite of any right. Bond film in it. Quite right. Your your bit. Uh, no, probably Spy, Spy You Love Me might uh-huh. be my favourite. Alistair. Well. I, I have to slightly qualify it. It, it, it had to be the, the, the Bond film that made the most impact on me at the time I saw it. 
Mm -hmm. um, so I was, I think, 14 years old. Um, and I know that you can shred this film. Um, but when I was 14 and I just thought, holy crap, that's amazing. And was actually, um, it was uh, Four Eyes Only. Mm. which I, I still hold very dear and I will watch it with huge affection and you can drive holes in it and you can look at Roger and just go, oh, that's mm. a little bit. Mm. Mm. Uh, but but the time I saw it, so I think sort of nostalgically that's my favorite Bond film. But I think from, um, uh, I, I did adore Casino Royale, I have to say. Um, I thought that was, and the way they reinvented so brilliantly um, the, uh, the, 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 the Bond walking in the gun barrel with the fight, the brutal fight in the, in the bathroom. I think it's one of the great all-time um, uh, Bond fight scenes. Yes, it was so so good. And then when he turns around in that, you know, with the with the gun and and the white tiling on the background, and I just went, "Fuck, that's good." Yeah. So, um, but I, I, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna plump controversially for 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 four for four four. four your eyes only. Okay, great. Um, so Rufus, what's your worst? It might well, be the favorite. Might be the world is not enough, mm. but I'm not absolutely sure. It's been a while since I've seen the re the, the the bad Pierce ones. Mm. I liked Pierce a lot, very mm. much. Yeah, me I think too. probably the worst one's probably one of his. I'm sad to say. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to go with Octopussy. Um, I I rewatched it just after the New Year because I'd uh, actually just um, done a, a little Bond pilgrimage, um, couch dinner, family trip, but it was quietly a Bond pilgrimage to mm -hmm. India and um, uh, the Lake Palace and all of that. Wow, which um, was great. And um, so sort of stood and you know just outside a little temple where. Armitage uh, did the tennis racket and all that, and it's. I rewatched it, um, and I, you know, I enjoy all the Bond films, but I did go. Yeah, I said, there's stuff. There's good stuff in there, but but, but I think I, I sort of was a bit like mm. my kids. We had it on a laptop. My kids were watching it with me, and they drifted off quite quickly. Yeah, it's not, not, uh, it's not, not not a great one. So Rufus, can you give me your best Bond made-up film title? Um, Commander Bond. Oh. Controversial because you never the word Bond never appears in any of the Bond no. titles. But going back to the naval story, I don't know if it's an origin story or not. I don't. I haven't mm. thought it through. But Commander Bond, I quite like. As I a like that because he hasn't been called Commander Bond in a film for ages, <clears throat> probably no, since right. Pierce. That's right. That's right. You, I mean, if you watch the Daniel Craig ones in isolation, you wouldn't even know about the naval no, stuff. No, no, exactly. There's no mention much of that. They've got rid of it, haven't they? No, I like that. Thanks, Alistair. Um, I'd, I'd like to see them go against type. Um, mm -hmm. Really, not go for something that's da 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 da. So I'm I'm gonna go with down at the plug end, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that would attract um, a quite a broad audience. Is that um, when you're sharing a bath with someone? Yeah, yeah. Down at the plug end. Down, down at the, the plug, plug end. end. Wow. The tap it because then you've got the taps as well on the tap end. Oh, and that, exactly. So already, see, already you're yeah. talking about it in the same way that people went, you know, shit in your hands. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, so down, down at the. And we can call it down at the tap end. Maybe that gives. Yeah. It a I certain. thought you were suggesting shit in your hand as another title. Well, it is shit in your hand. Well, shatter right. hands. You know, shit in your hand. Sh oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. So that's where I was going. But I think yeah, down at yeah. the plug end. Yeah. Okay, yeah, down right. at the plug end. So, yeah. uh, and Rufus, uh, Bond is full of silly name names such as Hollywood. Oh, can Goodhead. I? Sorry, can I do one oh, more? Oh, go on. <clears throat> Ice Spy. Oh. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I forgot that one. That's I a just, good one. That's that's for the you know. Up markets. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Rufus, uh, Bond is full of silly lady names such as Holly Goodhead, Plenty O'Toole and Penelope Smallbone. Can you give me your best Bond lady name? I was thinking we might reclaim some of the names of the uh, iconic 18th century garden designers uh, like Capability Brown mm -hmm. and 
uh, I think there was one called temperance someone. I quite like the idea of a kind of one of those abstract nouns which suggests good behaviour followed by a very ordinary English surname. Right. Capability Brown, temperance Smith, Mm -hmm. um, chastity Davies, something like that. So uh, that sort of thing. There's a whole whole bunch of them. You can make up. It's like, what's what's your porn name? Yeah. Are you not asking me? No, that? I'm no, not. No, no, good, not, good, no. good. Because that's a secret. Yeah, uh, Alistair. Uh, I I decided to uh, um, cast myself in this role, so I looked right. very carefully in the in the mirror. So um, I thought I could be called Ginger Longlegs, <laughs> but that sounds like a bit of a spider. So then I slightly changed it to Ginger Legover. Um, but but I but I also then also I decided to put your names into a uh, find your your bond female um a uh, name and and this is this is genuine what this is what came out so john you'd be tatiana legover i like that which mm. is quite sort of there's a russian eastern european hint and um I, yours is quite seductive yours is alexis allura oh i think no. you might even be a doctor that but sounds I like can't a car confirm. <laughs> what do you drive i drive an alexis allura 2.1 yeah, yeah nice <clears throat> nice so, so um but i'm yeah i'm gonna go um ginger leg over i like mm. ginger leg over a lot mm. um so rufus you are q sorry about that um uh, what gadgets would you have made for bond in this film I just wondered if he needs he needs some, some other things to put on his heads in, in like in a woodland environment. So mm-hmm. maybe a badger that fits on the top of your head. <laughs> oh, if he he's was, already got that on his head. If he was hiding, it's true. true he has actually. <laughs> or if he was hiding in a, in a kind of in a dam or in a shallow river, maybe an otter, mm, an otter, mm. or just other other woodland creatures. I like that a lot. That maybe on a, just on an Alice band antlers. <laughs> No, but then his face would have to be the deer's yeah, face. Yeah, has to be okay. a full animal. Full animal. Yeah. Okay. So good. A selection of a selection, a suitcase full of stuffed. <laughs> I want you to just give me wind in the willows. Yeah. yeah. That's the cushy, right? Yeah. For God's sake, you. It's getting otter in here. Uh, <laughs> I do the bad jokes. <laughs> the bad j- jokes. Yeah. yeah so well, okay, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna thieve um, actually from another Bond film because I think it's the world's greatest and with my Scottish roots. I think it works, um, and I think this is again something that can travel, which is the bagpipe flamethrower. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that can appear at any point. <laughs> he can play it, and you know, golfing would be like, what the fuck is that? Mm. No, he's that's no, Bond. He's, that's that's bond. bond. Yeah, what yeah. the hell? What's what's yeah. whatever? Michael what Collins. What the hell is that? No, it's the Bond. What is that? Yeah. Um, Big thank you, Michael Collins. Big finish, get, Michael. Get off the moon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, which, but but just as a tiny bagpipe trivia. Did you know um, where? Actually, I'll ask you the question. In what country are bagpipes uh, the most made? Most made place. Now, is it somewhere like Uganda? No, because Idi Amin Wrong was continent. into it. Idi Amin was Is it India? Scottish things. Close. It's Pakistan. Right. Ah. That the the bagpipe making industry in 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 Pakistan is currently worth seven million pounds per annum. Good wow. lord! They're just really good at it. Yeah. Brilliant. Wow. Okay. Uh, Rufus, and finally, apart mm. from you, because I have to add that here because you're both actors, working mm. actors. Who would you have as James Bond next? God, um, I am a big fan of Rupert Friend. Oh, I think he's really, really good. I think for mm. years he, he carried around the millstone of being Kira Knightley's boyfriend and then Kira Knightley's ex-boyfriend. But in Homeland, do you watch Homeland? No. He is amazing. But he was that. amazing in Death of Stalin. Yes. Mm. And he's cold and he's hard and he's ruthless and he's good looking and he's about the right age. I mean, he'd never get it because he's too, he's too left field. Sadly, he did um, that Hitman film as well, didn't he? Oh, did he? Mm. Okay. 
So he'd be he'd get my vote. No, that's a good choice, mm. Alistair. My choice for the new James Bond um, is an actor called Kingsley Ben Adir. Um, and Kingsley and I work together on Deep State, and um, uh, he's also in the current series, I think, of Beaky Blinders. But we were doing a scene um, in the first season of Deep State, and uh, it was just a two hander, and he was basically wearing just a pair of sort of suit trousers and a white shirt, sleeves rolled up, you know, blah, blah, blah. And um, we did a scene, and he was just being quite I was his boss but he was basically tearing a very cool shred off me and accusing me of various things which are basically true and uh, after the first take um, director yelled cut and I stood up and very loudly announced ladies and gentlemen that is the new James Bond and it is my mission to get him an audition I don't know how to do it but Kingsley Ben Adir look him up he would be <clears throat> fantastic as the new James Bond and wow. I just hope they, they they see him I really really do yeah. Wow. Okay. There you go. Cool. Kingsley Benadir. Well, gentlemen, mm. it's been an absolute pleasure to talk about Goldfinger with you. Pleasure. Very much my pleasure. John. Thank you, Rufus. And thanks for coming dressed for the occasion. You're welcome. And for bringing your silverware. Yeah. Picking it out there. And Alistair, thank you so much. Big pleasure. Goodbye. Goldfinger He's the man The man with the Midas touch A spider's touch Such a cold finger Beckons you to enter his web of sin don't go in Golden words he will pour in your ear But his lies can't disguise what you fear For a golden girl knows when he's kissed her It's the kiss of death from Mr. Goldfinger Oh, hello you. My name's Tom Price. Hello, I'm Dave Cribb. You should come and join us every day. We do a podcast called Cabin Fever, where we talk to loads of comedians who've had to cancel everything else in their lives. So they come on our podcast instead, don't they, Dave? Yeah, it's an isolation podcast. Uh, Dave, were you yawning at the start of that sentence then? Was it just a little yawn? Yeah, it's basically the Great Big Owl isolation podcast. We'll have people on from all our podcasts, from your Rule of Threes, your Brian Rogers, your Musicals, your Bitchins. If you like any of our podcasts, if you like any of those people, chances are they'll be logging onto the Zoom call and just chatting because, let's face it, they got nothing else to do. Also, there'll be a quiz on the bill. All right, see you soon. Lots of love. Cabin that's our Twitter name. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.